Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast Regelbau 411 about the art center of sound, light and video art in two Second World War bunkers in the municipality of Stor in Denmark. My name is Mikkel Elming, I am the director and curator of the art center and this episode is about the exhibition Gender is Political by the Spanish artist duo Cabello and Casella. And that is not the way it's pronounced, but uh, you'll have to excuse my Spanish. Uh, I promise you the artists will pronounce their names in just a moment. Um, What you're about to listen to is outtakes from a conversation that I had with the artist in December when the exhibition opened. It opened on the 14th of December 2019 and will close on the 16th of February 2020. It's open every day from 10 to four and it's a free free entry um yeah and uh, i hope you you'll enjoy the um the conversation and um in the end i'll uh, i'll tell you what the next uh, artist will present at the art center will be in march but uh, yeah do enjoy the conversation and uh, thank you very much um bye we are Cabello Carceller. Uh, we are artists and working collaborations since the beginning of the 90s. So, And we usually we live in Madrid and now we are spending these some days here with Mikel Elming preparing <laughs> our exhibition called uh, Gender, Gender is, is Political. Somos Cabello Carceller. <laughs> Y nada, somos artistas y trabajamos en colaboración desde principios de los 90. Normalmente vivimos en Madrid. Pero ahora estamos pasando unos días aquí en Dinamarca con Miquel Elmin. <laughs> Elena Cabello and Ana Carceller. We like to somehow hide the gender behind the names. That's why we don't usually use our first names. Um, because like that it's like more open to transition and when we started we decided to to work together because we don't want to be identified as this kind of artist who believe is a kind of genius or something like that, with an, an individual uh, authorship yeah authorship so exaggerated uh, so we decided to work together but uh, we put the names because in those times we want to be we don't want to be anonymous we want to be identified for people, because we are working uh, from a minority point of view, so we don't want we don't we we want that people know exactly what who we are, where we are, what are doing, and what kind of politics are inside the work. So on the one hand, there's a kind of ambiguity in using only our names, but at the same time, we didn't want a name like a collective, like a brand name that didn't identify us as two people working from a specific point of view, a queer point of view. If you were to explain queer to someone hmm. who has no idea what you're talking about, like what, what is queer? Queer is something that is not possible to explain in a definitory um, sense. Um, of course, in our context, First of all, we have to explain that it's a word that comes that in English was used as an insult and then was taken by the 
community to um, as a an empowerment uh, tool, and this is a little bit of uh, like the basis to understand what's going on with queer. But after after that, it's like um, a space um, that is critical with patriarchy with uh, compulsory heterosexuality and um, and so many other um, critical aspect from a fluid gender point of view but I, again uh, what's the main point about queer is that you shouldn't define what queer is because it's always open to discussion and and criticism in the best uh, way of understanding what criticism means, being critical towards what's established and what's stable. It's, some people identify queer with homosexuality and it's not as easy. A queer is a punk homosexual anyway. <laughs> Is more is is it's started as a point of um, when people decided that you want to be different and nothing cares. I mean, you don't want to be like heterosexuals. You want to be different, and that's the main point of queer lives in the be- in the very beginning. The right to be yourself. Um, you don't care what people think about you. Not too much. There's another thing which is queer theory. Queer theory is different from queer lives at the beginning. In, in queer theory, you truly believe that gender is something imposed on yourself, it's a construction, and even though your uh, biological body, it's not that it doesn't matter, it's not that easy, but doesn't, doesn't mark your life at all. So you can choose between different genders and different lives. This part, for example, some parts of the feminist thinkers uh, don't want to consider gender as a tool. Um, queer theory is based basically the gender's possibilities. Queer practice came before queer theory. I mean, it was on the street. Queer was already in the street as a as a tool that was somehow imaginative and that came as an activist position and and then later it was theorized but it was first i mean people like us lived queer before queer somehow and this is something that always that sometimes also is forgotten about it's not first the theory and then the practice it's the opposite way around um so Let's talk a bit about the exhibition. Uh, first of all, the title is Gender is Political, which at first glimpse, it seems like a very um, activist statement, but it really isn't. Like, it's a very neutral statement to me, uh, in a way, because you're not saying exactly how gender or queer uh, issues should be handled you're just stating a fact in a way um, what do you think about like because you also in the exhibition here we you've created a flag which we are working on uh, <laughs> at the moment um, 
And on the flag, it says gender is political, and that will be visible for the thousands of people that drive by here. Um, and that seems like, you know, that's an, uh, a very activist format, the, the flag or the banner to like say mm -hmm. something. And then what's actually written there is not, not a political statement. It's, it's more of a, a, constitu a constitution mm -hmm. of, of, the fact that gender is a political sphere. Yeah, but you should, the, to say that gender is political is also a political statement because so many people forget it. Because it's imposed on us as a non-political, as something natural that comes naturally. And also we are quoting, of course, this the feminist statement, the personal is political. Mm. And we are taking this idea of personal is political, which is something that also one would say, why is the personal political? Yes, it has a, it has a, um, it's important in the public arena to who I am, how I live, what's my personal belongings, what is personal, but the personal is political. And for us is, uh, is an, uh, um, an affirmation that relates to this idea of gender is political because it's something imposed and constructed as a non-political, as a something that we all know and we are born like that and this is nothing, there's nothing political on it. We are not learning it. it was, we were born like that and it's not, this is not the way it is. We, we believe really that there are a lot of political interests in organizing society and genders uh, in a way that has a political background and a political uh, target behind in letting things be the patriarchal way. Yeah, so many people, I mean... People want to avoid that gender is political. They, they want, they refuse because, in a way, most of the people is a gender police. Yeah. What do you they, mean they, by gender police? Gender, they, they are, they are uh, saying the others all the time what they, how they should be. I mean, um, if if he, if they go in a incorrect way, as they say, they just ban ban on there or kick them, even kill them. So I think that's really political. I mean, that it's a real problem when you have the when part of the society think that they can behave in a very violent way, way with the people who don't want to be like them. So, but the easy thing is not to recognize that it's political. That's very easy. The way our democracies are constructed are based on some beliefs that you can't say anything wrong about that. One is, for example, gender. And we realize, uh, Elena said before, when, when most of the conservative right-wing political parties are completely, completely obsessed with gender, is because it's really one of the things that's more, that they feel more afraid of. So it's really, really political. <laughs> I think maybe we should talk um, about the artworks um, because uh, there's two artworks in the two bunkers um, and in the first and the big bunker um, here 
it's the word lost in translation. In transition. In transition. Uh, sorry. Would you just tell me a bit about the work and maybe also how it's set up? Um, the work was um, comes from a, a, a show that we did in at Ivam in Valencia, which is a museum in Valencia, and when they presented us the the space where the show was going to be uh, done, we saw that the there's uh, a stage. Uh, sorry, sorry, it's a room with two stages and a big stair in the middle. All artists that we had seen working on that space tried very f- strongly to avoid the stairs, to go to the to to make people just to not see the stairs that are in the middle and try to uh, with lights and etc and look at the walls no? go to the walls where the works would be hung or even the floors but never the stairs so we when we saw the space we thought the stairs were the most interesting part for us it was the connection between the f- first and second stage and it was the place of transition transition from one space to the other and in that um, space of transition was where we wanted to to work so what we did was to offer to do an open call to different uh, people who would want to collaborate and who felt they um, they came from different collectives like queer gender fluid non-binary, agender, all these different communities who would were invited by us to inhabit the transition space. To inhabit this transition space as a space where you can really that you can really enjoy, that you can where where you can get lost in the best sense of the idea of getting lost. Getting lost because you you would like to stay there somehow for a long time. And uh, so this is how the the project started. And uh, we actually, when we work with, we we like to work with amateur people with, or people who are not professional actors, who when they uh, collaborate, we don't give very strict instructions we tell them this is the stairs and you're going to descend the stairs. Uh, the only thing we said is don't stay too long so that we have time to have many different people descending them. But you can dress the way you want, uh, act the way you want and so on. So this uh, this yeah. is like the, the beginning of the So of they the descend the, the stairs twice? So we record them and build a big poem with them. They, they, each of them are a, like a person. A line of the poem. Each person is a line, a different line of the poem. But the poem was really made by them, by the fact they were descending and the way they decided to do it. Yeah, we wrote it after uh, seeing the, the results. So then to adapt the... the um, the work to the to the bunkers here. Uh, we wanted to have a first room with a big uh, screen, where you when you come in you are really received by these uh, persons 
in a more, let's say, impulsive uh, way. We wanted them to be, be to be, to have to, to take the place for themselves, and then also at the second room to see them in a more deconstructed way, like, hmm. and also that to feel part of this um, transition space. So that you can, as public, you can walk around and not see the, all of them at the same time, but to be encountering one after the other while you can walk towards the poem. And then in the end, see Sarai, who's another um, person who collaborated with us in a different way because um, uh, her conditions of living are different from the rest of the participants. So it's more a confronting us with uh, reality. This is one of the persons that we, we talk sometimes that you sometimes uh, go to a place before, we, we say before and after, I mean, before you have uh, decided to change, before you have the 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 knowledge of what's going on with gender issues through theory of and uh, on sometimes but you are in a way are lost because it's not your correct time you're, you're not your... you're not in the correct, correct. moment oh, yeah. it's like never being the in the right moment at the right place at the right moment like always being out of place and out of time and this is a feeling that we think it's also very queer like instability not not feeling stable and not being ever uh comfortable in uh in a place and time and people like sarai make you feel uncomfortable also because there are some kind of accommodation on queer issues um in publicity and things like that takes some queer points but just the superficial and less damage so working class has a problem in a way working class in a way doesn't exist in um it, i think it sometimes it's also because part of the queer uh, theory came from the united states and they are not they normally don't talk a lot about uh, the economical differences they talk about in terms of racial or in terms of or gender, but not in not not, class, not, class, not the social class. So people like Sarai, like Sarai, is always a part of the others. I mean, they can't come in easily in the uh, queer mainstream group. And we wanted to somehow vi give a visibility to that fact in the way the exhibition is organized, especially. Things are not as funny as it seems. And uh, I'm just curious, why uh, why are they descending two times? Is there an idea behind that? No, we, we just wanted to give them the opportunity to like leave their stairs, you know, so that it's not always when you see the video images. You think you have seen it already, but you haven't seen it. You see the same person, but it's every it's person is doing a different thing every time. That's why. You think you know what happened, but you really don't know what's happening. Because <laughs> we always say that people uh, see what they want to see. They are not seeing reality, really. 
they don't know what they look at. And in gender issues, it's so easy. They sometimes they feel really uh, aggressive because they don't know if there's a woman or a man. Because I, I think it's so easy to to know it, no? I mean, but people feel like uh, like really bad because supposedly to know if someone is a man or a woman is so easy. It's the first thing that the people teach you. <laughs> so, so when you fail in recognition. <laughs> really <laughs> unstable position for the viewer yeah so in this case we we play with the duality in the sense that it seems like it's the same action but it's a, another chapter of the same book we were talking about people acting as gender police in our daily life and it one one thing and now talking about what you were saying about recognition it's uh, when you have experimented going to a public restroom or bathroom and then the uh, the people there uh, uh, starts like shouting at you and telling you that you're in the wrong place and you have to get out and you tell them, I'm sorry, but it's you who was confused. I mean, the, um, committing a mistake. And then people uh, are really like, oh my God, some people react like, oh, sorry. Some people react mm, very aggressively, but uh, this is, you know, an experience that when you have it once and again, uh, then you end up uh, realizing that there's quite a lot of people who are acting as gender police yeah, to make sure that everything's uh, the right place all the time. In this world, we want to uh, present, part of the people present gender as a performance, but normally the viewers, uh, some of the viewers, don't want to realize or never think about it, simple, that they live in a performance daily, in a daily performance all their lives. They think they are natural, but they are living a performance. So, but it's the power, the performance of the power. So... That that makes this performer nor, normal, and the other queer, because one is the performance of the power, and the other is a new performances that uh, open a lot of possibilities. And this is what connects the the work from the first bunker to the other bunker, with uh, gender Butler, uh, with Judith Butler's um, gender travel, and uh, the text that was. Uh, very important for queer theory and for the initials of queer theory. So and and it's also um, and it's not, it was not organized as an open call, but more uh, as a workshop where uh, people who obviously um, uh, voluntarily uh, accepted to participate in the workshops uh, would. Um, take the text as a music and that's the idea behind dancing gender travel is to try to understand a queer text as a music that can be danced and text theoretical texts in general as a, a space that can be approached in a more um, uh, personal um, manner yeah, you've already made the link to the second bunker and dancing gender trouble. Um, 
which is uh, uh, two screenings from two different performances, mm-hmm. um, one in Madrid and one in Mexico, um, where you you've underlined certain parts of uh, Judith Butler's Gender Trouble, this very important text. Um, you've underlined different parts of it for the different performances, and you've had a workshop with these volunteers to to talk about how to understand, I guess, more okay. generally, like how do we understand and how do we understand text um, and the way you help them understand or you maybe you understand yourself through dance. So you, you dance the text. Uh-huh. So if someone is, is uh, reading, reading the, the text <laughs> out and, and that's the music of the way they dance. Yeah, and the the fragments that that are quoted and that are danced were chosen uh, collectively with the mm-hmm. different uh, participants. This is why in every every time we even if it's the same uh, text that that is going to be danced, every time um, they discuss, we discuss with everyone participating what parts are uh, more interesting for us to be danced. And we have to say also that the first time we did it in 2013 in Chile, um, uh, then uh, when we did it in Mexico for the second time, they they had not seen what they had made in Mexico, and in Madrid they 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 didn't see how they had danced in in Mexico neither. I mean, it's really um, it's it's also interesting to see how the perspectives in every different place have changed the fragments of the text which have been discussed and selected also change for different reasons and uh, how the 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 way of dancing that's also is similar in some parts and di- very different in other parts so that's also quite interesting to to see. Now it would be difficult to do it somewhere else yeah. without people having seen the others because the, the work has been shown. But still, uh, I think it's... We were interested in tests in so many ways. Um, I don't know here, but in Spain, during so many years, the, the state decided... Uh, that philosophy shouldn't be a compulsory subject, but an option for the students. We say that philosophy is the way you understand the world. So if I don't want you to understand anything, then don't study philosophy. So philosophy is uh, important in this in the sense that, for example, for example, uh, uh, the gender trouble is a book written when when the when Butler was really young, a young curator, uh, sorry, a young philosopher. So uh, she need to write this because it's something that comes from inside and need to give some tools to the people to understand. Um, so people say some. So many people say I I already read it, but you notice immediately that not because it's a very complex text. It's a difficult one because the gender problematics are not easy. So it's, it's I mean it's easy to speak in like for everybody to understand you, but sometimes it's necessary to be more complex. 
So what we want to do is to, um, as visual artists, we are not philosophers. So we think in test in any other ways, even the aesthetical way in the, in the, in the pa- on the page, uh, and also the rhythms. When you, when you are writing, people who write a lot notice, sometimes the, the sentences came to you because the music of the sentence. So some co- problematic and complex things, thoughts, sorry, are the, the results of the rhythm of the, of the language. So that's why we want to introduce so many people, also us, in the sense of approximate to the text in any other different way, thinking in a more complex way, and also with music. And the music is, and the con- music in these cases are uh, complicated because it, it came to the person from the way you read, but also for the things are saying inside of the of the okay. test and but for us it's a it was an experimental project we always say this and it's an experimental project and perhaps when you are doing it you don't know what you are doing really <laughs> but it's a project for the future what would you say to if someone said that you've made a a very difficult text, even more difficult to understand with the dancing. <laughs> Perhaps it's more difficult to understand than it seems. <laughs> People tend to think that uh, per- the persons like the ones who appear in our video are performing because they wear, um, I don't know, different makeup for the occasion and they have dressed in a very special way. But people don't usually realize how uh, everyone in their um, day-to-day, in their um, daily life are acting, uh, following this uh, performative structural music of patriarchy and gender order and uh, the way you see it the way you move the way you talk um, so many uh, i mean all of your acts are performative in a way and this performance is orchestrated politically by a, an, by a book that sounds in your interior mind and that has to do with this um, patriarchal structure of genders, very definitory uh, genders. Yeah, you might say that we're performing right now. Of I'm course. performing the role of the interviewer, the curator, <laughs> the the man, the, like, and you're performing the role of an artist, the role of... So, so in many ways, we're all doing performances all the time when I'm yeah. with my girlfriend, but I'm a very yeah. different person than when I'm with you and so on. But uh, I, I, there are performances more painful. Yeah. yeah some <laughs> that are more painful than yeah. others. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a, a view on, on, on personal relationships being performative and not necessarily meaning that it's superficial, but that we, take on roles all the time. And some performances are recognized as correct and are recognized as natural. They are not seen as performances because they are uh, understood to be natural. And uh, that's why 
you were saying some are more painful than others because some of them are constantly uh, corrected and in a way or another in the way people talk at you, the way people look at you, the way people refer to you. Um, they are uh, people are m many people are trying to conduct uh, to the correct place, conduct your performance to be correct. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I want to thank the artists for a wonderful exhibition. I also want to thank the volunteers. And then obviously I want to thank the municipality of Stor and the Danish Arts Foundation for supporting the Arts Center and supporting this exhibition. Uh, I want to thank all the visitors of uh, the Arts Center. And uh, I want also to invite you to the opening on the 14th of March at 2 p.m. Uh, where we'll have an exhibition by the French-Danish artist called Tapita Resai. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to that. So uh, thank you so much for listening and until next time. Bye.